0: You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's edition of Locked On Nittany Lions here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day my name is kevin McGuire. i'm the editor of NitneyLineswire.com, part of the usa Today sports media group also a contributor to athlonsports.com before we get into today's episode if you want more big 10 coverage now is a great time to check out the locked on big 10 podcast because honestly there is simply no better place to get all the news on the big 10 conference than with our good friend big 10 ben stevens and the Locked On to Big Ten Podcast. So follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you're following the Locked On Nittany Lions Podcast on Odyssey. Download it and update that app on your phone so you can take it on the go. You can check out all the other great content on the Locked On Podcast Network, all of your other favorite podcasts. And, of course, there's a lot of radio stations out there, too. So Odyssey's got you covered for podcasts, news, radio, all that good stuff. We're on there. Happy to be there. Of course, you can also follow this podcast on all the different podcasting platforms in addition to Odyssey, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff, too. So make sure you're following along on your preferred podcasting app. Leave us those five-star ratings and reviews. And, of course, take a screenshot of those five-star ratings and send them to us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. And you can get a chance to get shouted out on the podcast and on our social media feed, It's our way of giving back and showing our appreciation for the support that you guys have lent this podcast. Coming up in today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Adam Bittner from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, talking a little bit about Penn State, some of the national storylines that have been going on this week and the past couple of weeks as we're going into post-spring mode, into full preseason mode, and it is an exciting time to be a Penn State fan because I'm going to say once again, I think there's going to be a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the upcoming season for Penn State. We're going to jump into our conversation with Adam in just a moment here. But first, I want to remind you that you can also catch us on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitch. We're using the same username across all social media platforms. The username, of course, is LockedOnNitney. So Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany, give us a like. Instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany, give us a follow there. And of course, check us out on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash LockedOnNittany. All right, with all that out of the way, let's go in and jump into our fun conversation today with Adam Bender. we're joined now by a former guest of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, although it was before my time, but I'm happy to bring him back into the fold. And hopefully we're going to do this a little bit more regularly moving forward. He is Adam Bittner, the digital sports producer for Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Adam, welcome back to the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. It's, uh, I know it's been a while, but I'm glad to bring you back in here. Oh, it's good to be back. I uh, I came back on with,
0: with the former host, Stephen Pianovich. He's a good friend of mine. We had a lot of good chat then and looking forward to talking some college football now. It's getting to that time. We're starting to get the itch.
1: Yeah, it really is. Obviously, we're still somewhat in the beginning of June, getting into mid-June. Uh, we're seeing lots of updates as far as Penn State recruiting and uh, a lot of national conversation as well with the college football playoff expansion, probably on the horizon. Uh, I do want to touch on that real quick with you a little bit later. But let's dive into a couple other topics. But first, uh, just give uh, listeners a reminder of how they can get in touch with you. Anything you got going on. And of course, uh, we've got some fun co- topics of conversation upcoming here.
0: Yeah, you can find my stuff on post-gazette.com, along with all of our you know, talented sports writers at the Post-Gazette. Um, Nubias Wilborn covers um, covers Penn State for us. He does a great job. So definitely come on over. I'm on Twitter at Fujimaster24, F-U-G-I. Um, so you can come out there and, and get some some cranky old man takes from time to time if you feel like it. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find me, and that's where you can find all of our, our Penn State coverage.
1: First of all, Adam, you are way too young to have cranky old man takes, but I like it. <laughs> I, I definitely know what you mean. Uh, and, and that's part of the fun of having the conversation about college football sports in general. I know you you follow the Pittsburgh Post uh, sports scene, obviously, very closely, and you're obviously very connected to everything going on at Penn State. So, the first thing I wanted to get your opinion on, or kind of get your reaction, your observation on, uh, obviously, uh, we're recording this, and Michael Parsons just signed his rookie contract with the Dallas Cowboys. But I wanted to ask you, what are people saying about Pat Fryer move with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Anything, any buzz going on there? What's what's been the main reaction as he's getting ingrained with the Pittsburgh Steelers?
0: Yeah, I think there was some initial, you know, people were initially kind of puzzled, um, just because <laughs> there was a lot of hope that they would really kind of beef up the offensive line after they drafted Najee Harris in the first round, um, which is really You know, the offensive line was and the inability to run the football was a major. Major problem for the Steelers last season, so um, I think it was it, it was difficult for some people to see how Fryer Fryermuth fit into that as, as much as he might be you know a great target for Ben Roethlisberger. Um, but I think now that you know that we've started to to digest the draft a little, a little bit. People, people are excited to see how he, you know, fits into this offense that has a lot of threats. Um, you know, maybe he can present some matchup problems the same way he did at Penn State. Um, so I think people are coming around on him. And I don't think it was ever a Pat Fryermuth issue. I think it was, um, you know, just all the various needs that the Steelers had um, and the priorities people felt they should be putting on the running game. Um, they weren't quite sure how he really fit into that. But I think now that there's been some time to digest, I think people are coming around on the pick.
1: Yeah, that seemed to be a lot of the uh, the national reaction from some of the scouts and analysts out there following the draft, saying that, you know, it's not necessarily a knock on Pat Friermuth, but the fact that there were some other needs that maybe they thought the Steelers were going to address. But, you know, I'm, I'm sitting over here on the other side of the state, uh, Adam, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I'm used to seeing my team not draft the needs that I think that they need. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with Pat Friermuth and the Steelers moving forward. Uh, like I said, this is an exciting time right now on the college football calendar because we're still we're kind of into preseason mode right you know we've gone through the spring practices and now we're making that transition into full preseason mode and it kind of helps get the excitement up a little bit when you find out that you know, things are potentially returning a little bit more to normal obviously beaver stadium is going to be among the facilities of penn state that's going to be opened up this year. Uh, they're expecting a, or allowing for a full capacity. I'm still kind of curious how that's all gonna play out when it comes push, time to push a shove. But I know a lot of fans, uh, certainly in my neck of the woods, are pretty excited about the fact that they are going to at least attend a football game this year. Oh,
0: absolutely. And I think that's that's definitely true of of Pittsburgh as well. You know, I think Philly and Pittsburgh were in the same boat and in, in, in facing the same kind of, um, you know, government restrictions. So. Um, There were some games that there weren't Steelers fans. There were some that there was only about 5000, which in a 70,000 seat stadium is kind of a drop in the bucket. So um, absolutely, I think a lot of people are going to be excited. And, um, you know, the high schools too. don't forget about them. They are, you know, big, a big part of Pennsylvania football. And I think people are going to be excited just to have that experience
1: undisrupted as, as it was last year. We'll have more of that in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you guys, that if you're looking to find the best place to find all of your auto parts needs online at the best affordable prices, you have to look no further than rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com. They are a family business that have been serving customers with all their auto parts supplies needs for 20 years and how do you do that it's because you know what it takes to satisfy your customers you know what it takes to make this as painless a transition or painless as a process as possible because nobody likes buying things for their car or the truck especially if they are in dire need of finding something they don't like going into a store and looking in those cross reference guides they don't like the pushy salesman they just want to put in the make a model of their vehicle on rockauto.com and find all the parts available exclusively for them and again at the best prices available they've got delivery what more could you ask for so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And if you're somebody out there who's looking for a cleaner and a better alternative to smoking or chewing tobacco, you might want to check out Lucy Nicotine. It's a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for that better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't absolutely suck. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. Look, it's 2021. Get rid of the cigarettes, unplug that vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges if you're looking for that cleaner alternative. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. And right now, Locked On College Network listeners can use the promo code Locked On College at lucy.co, and you're going to get 20% off your products on your first order, including the gum or the lozenges. That's lucy.co. Use the promo code Locked On College at checkout also i have to give this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco nicotine is an addictive chemical lucy.co be sure to use the promo code locked on college have you taken any time to really kind of form an opinion on what you're expecting out of penn state this upcoming season or is it still kind of really just trying to get a feel because let's be honest the 2020 season was a little bit weird right so i don't know how much stock you take in the fact that maybe penn state did fall back a little bit or if it was just a, a fluky year given the the recent years before that where do you stand on penn state looking ahead to this 2021 season is it a kind of a return to double digit win total maybe potential big 10 championship contender or is it going to be a little bit more of what we saw last year where maybe this team's not as good as we thought it was
0: yeah, I think for me, I think you need to see a few more people step up to believe that this team is a, is a serious contender. And, you know, granted, I, I think there's still the potential that that might happen um, as, as we get into the season and we see get some games under their belts, um, especially with a full non-conference schedule. You might got, see guys step up into roles and kind of assert themselves. Um, in ways maybe they didn't last season. And I think if if they do do that, then maybe you can go into the Big Ten season and have a little bit um, higher hopes for them, especially if they get that, past that first game against Wisconsin. Um, but, I, you know, I think they've lost a lot in the last couple of years, and just because of the nature of the pandemic and last season and all the obstacles and everything, I'm not sure we really got to see guys step into those roles in the ways that we would have liked them to. So I think they're probably more for me of a 8, 9, maybe a 10-win team right now. Um, but, you know, I, I'm I'm willing to over the course of the summer, seeing how things go, seeing seeing what kind of talk we get out of training camp, revise that opinion. But right now I'm, I'm thinking they're somewhere in that neighborhood, which would be a definite bounce back from 2020, but still probably not what Penn State fans have been uh, gotten used to in the last
1: five years. Yeah, obviously, it's been a pretty good track record before last year. And I still think that this is a program or a team that is better than an own five record to start last year. Uh, would indicate in most circumstances. So I, I tend to be a little bit optimistic and I tend to think that, you know, I try to look at a little bit more on the, the best case scenario. Although if I'm being realistic, I understand that this is a challenging schedule for Penn State. So uh, it, the, maybe how good they are may not necessarily translate to the win total that I think a lot of people would hope for, but it's going to be a challenge nonetheless. And like you mentioned earlier, the, the season opener against Wisconsin, that is a brutal way to start the season, but it's a good litmus test right it's a good measuring stick game right out of the gate and for Wisconsin as well, uh, because you've got two good programs that didn't really reach the kind of heights that they expected to last year, you can see the same. about Wisconsin, you know, getting off to a good start encouraging start, but then uh, they took some steps back too. So I I think Wisconsin Penn State is definitely one of the marquee games that I'll be paying attention to. And not just because I'm (laughs) here doing a Penn State podcast, but I just feel as though that is a game that is going to be well worth watching. Also, it's going to be getting that big noon kickoff on Fox. So it's going to get some national exposure, which I guess is a pretty good way to start the season, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think
0: if 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 this team just can get some of those guys asserted into roles some of these underclassmen that you know i think you know for example parker washington's a, a receiver that i think people are excited about but is he in that kind of dominant mold that, that you got used to with kj hamler and some of these guys that have um you know kind of turned penn state into a wide receiver factory over the last decade i don't know if he's there yet and i think if he if he can assert himself and some of these other under underclassmen can assert himself i think you can feel good hopefully at the end of the season about this team going into 2022 based on on you know the, the progress they make in 2021 so even if they don't you know even if they don't win 10 11 12 games i think you can still feel good about this season looking toward the future um kind of as a as a reloading year
1: yeah, and you take a look at the recruiting class that they are putting together and you go see where they're ranked nationally, obviously national rankings are going to change a lot between now and when signing day comes around, but Penn State's sitting in a pretty good spot once again this year, and of course uh, they're expected to bring in a more talented overall class compared to the last recruiting cycle they had which was going to be a smaller class anyway. So I I think uh, what we're seeing here is uh, James Franklin still knows how to recruit. Now it's just a matter of getting this team over that hump and getting back into a Big Ten championship contender. It's hard to do when you're in the same division as Ohio State. (laughs) But I I do think that uh, this is going to be a more promising year, I think, going into 2021 and then eventually 2022. We'll continue our conversation with Adam and some honestly some quickly outdated college football playoff expansion talk in just a second here but first i have a question for you guys what's your favorite built bar you know built bars are the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars we've been talking about them for how long now here on the locked on Elite alliance podcast and i can't can't tell you enough how much they have become a part of my regular routine. Built Bars are there for me when I need that little mid-morning snack to kind of help me feel full, get me through to my lunch break, or even in the middle of the afternoon if I need a little pick-me-up. Built Bar's going to help me feel good, and I'm going to feel good about what I'm putting in my body because, look, most of the flavors that they have available, and there's a good number of flavors available, they come in 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. You can add them into a keto diet if you're looking to lose or maintain weight add in the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars from built bar all you gotta do is go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 and you'll get 15% off your first order use the promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com i want to get your take you mentioned you're a cranky old sports guy well who's far too old to have those cranky old sports takes but the topic of college football playoff conversation has come up and I you know scrolling your Twitter feed before uh, we got a chance to record I know you've got some opinions on this so the the idea that's out there uh maybe a 12 team playoff is kind of taking the form or at least uh taking the lead discussion whatever the case may be first first question is are you in favor of college football playoff expansion or no I'd love to see an 18 model I
0: th- I've, I've kind of been advocating for
1: that for years
0: just because I think it's simple Right. You can have five automatic qualifiers. You can have one group of five champion and then two at large teams. Uh, and I, th- I think that's perfect. I think that's the exact amount that you need to expand the, the the pool of teams that can make it in. Because I think a major problem we have with college football right now is that college football playoff appearances seem to breed college football playoff appearances. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, it certainly
1: it's, seems like that with the track record.
0: Right. And, and I think if you can get teams that are rotating through, you know, I think Penn state's a perfect example. They probably would have had a chance to make a couple of playoffs if it had been an 18 model, um, over the last few years. And if they do so, maybe they get a little bit more juice in the recruiting. Maybe they challenge Ohio state a little bit more. Maybe we don't have, you know, this, this solidified power at the top of the big 10 East division. Um, maybe there's a little bit more competition. So I think that's, that's number one, why I think I, I'd like an 18 model because I think it does enough to bring in enough more teams into the fold. Um, and just because I, I think it preserves that the excellence that you need to win a national title, I've I've seen some national writers say, "Oh well, you know, college football's playoff doesn't have the the Cinderella factor that the NCAA tournament has." And I think that's kind of, you know, when you go through a long season and you only have so many games to determine a champion, I don't think you want to get to the end of the season and have the number four, twenty-four team be lifting that crystal crystal ball trophy. i guess it's not a crystal ball trophy it's a not anymore it's the the gold one but you know what i'm saying yeah Um, exactly you don't want to you don't want to see those teams that maybe went eight and four but were able to slip into an expanded playoff go on a run like we've seen nfl teams do and then become um you know become the national champion i don't think that's in college football's tradition um and i think those are some of the reasons why i don't like a 12 team model which is a um let's just say that the number 12 seed pulls an upset and makes it into that second round and has to play the number one seed. Do we really want to see that game? Is that something that, that we, that we need considering that a lot of these four team college football playoff games have not been competitive as it is. Um, do we really need to see 12 versus one? Do we really need to see, you know, 11 versus two or, or whatever it might be? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not in favor of that. And I think a 12 team model would also probably increase the amount of whining because inevitably, you know, even if you have, if you have, um, five automatic qualifiers and, and a group of five champion that leaves you with two at large spots that, are, that will get theoretically get buys possibly. And then four that don't. And I think you're going to have people arguing about those things. You're going to have arguing about who's get, gets in and who doesn't. And I think if you just go with an 18 model, um, you really reduce the amount of art. It's really just an argument between who's eight and who's nine. Um, and I think, I think the world would be much better off if that was the only topic of, of debate.
1: Adam, this is exactly why I am so happy to bring you back onto the podcast, and we're going to do it again because you agree with me 100% on this 18 playoff model. It is the, when you were describing it, it is exactly what I have been stumping for for the last few no, number of years, and I just think that is the the most logical way to go, and I think it's it may end up being the most likely way they go. I don't know, but I just feel like my thing is I'm all for the 18 playoff, and I just have a fear that the people that are in charge of making these decisions are going to overthink this and overdo it. And then that's where it all falls apart for me. I'll probably still end up liking whatever they end up coming with, because uh, I do like the idea of an expanded playoff field and, you know, sports playoffs in history will always expand to some degree. So maybe it's just going to be a matter of time before we get to 12 or 16 teams. But I think the most logical step right now is to double it and go to eight with exactly the way that you mapped it out.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe someday could I get uh, get wrap my head around the idea of a 12 team playoff if there's more parity in the game and you feel good about a possible 12-1 matchup. Sure. I don't think that's where the sport is right now and I think, you know, if you if you want to get to a 12 team model, I think an 8 team model helps you get there in terms of getting back to the parity that
1: you probably want to do it with. Absolutely. Adam, I'm going to let you go, but before I do, I wanted to give you one more last chance to kind of uh, promote anything you got going on, and remind people once again how they can get in touch with you, and uh, what you, what you got coming up if, uh, as the summer goes on.
0: Oh, hey, well, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's coming across on the uh, on the microphone, but I'm getting caught in a rainstorm here in my car, so I hope it's not too loud. But <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> um, but but yeah, just check out post We'll we'll certainly be getting into our high school. Um, coverage as as the summer goes on that normally takes up a lot of my summer and you know I don't regularly cover high schools but it's always exciting to kind of dig into you know the Pittsburgh high school scene and maybe learn some things that I didn't already know about some of the players that are coming up some possible prospects that might be on Penn State's radar we also cover Pitt um, some teams that might be on Pitt's radar so those will be the things I'm doing this summer and then hopefully we'll be getting into Penn State coverage here soon for the season.
1: Well, I know I'm looking forward to it and definitely will look forward to bringing you back on at some point in time here in the future as we continue to get closer and closer to the start of the season. Adam, it was good talking to you. Let's do it again soon. Sounds good, Kevin. Sorry for the rain noise. (laughs) (laughs) No problem at all. My thanks to Adam for hopping on and talking some Penn State and some other fun topics of conversation here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. We will try to bring him into the mix as we continue to move forward through the preseason. And, of course, once again, once the season starts up, maybe we will bring him into the fold a little bit more regularly. But it's always good to bring in some guests that are following Penn State football, have a little bit of a different perspective. I don't always agree with everything that Adam says, but I like having the fun conversation. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Let me know what you thought about it. Reach out to us on our Twitter account. Let us know what you thought about this conversation, what you want to see in future conversations conversations with adam or other potential guests and we'll try to work that into the mix as well and my thanks to you guys for checking out today's episode of the podcast on whatever your preferred podcasting app is of course we are available on just about everything you could possibly listen to a podcast on including the odyssey app which is a great way to check out today's edition of the locked on today podcast Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport. And let's be honest, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of sports right now. And of course, they're going to do so with the help of all the local experts across the Locked On podcast network. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And of course, check out the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Check out Locked On Big Ten. Check out Locked On Bets. All that great content across the Locked On Podcast Network right in the Odyssey app. Of course, we're available on all the other podcasting apps as well. So go ahead and give it a follow anywhere you are getting your podcasts these days. And don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, at Locked On Nittany. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. We're also on Twitch and Instagram as well if you want to catch us there at Locked On Nittany. Once again, I am Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. And of course, check me out on Athonsports.com and over on NittanyLionsWire.com where we've got continuing Penn State coverage for you all year round. It's part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm also on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire if you want to check me out there as well. Until next time, everybody, have a great day. Stay safe and... We're getting closer and closer to the start of the Penn State football season. I cannot wait. I am so very much looking forward to the upcoming season, and I can't wait to discuss it with you every step of the way right here on the Locked on the Lines podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.